This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're going to be talking about Willow. Willow. You idiot. What an idiot. This came out in 1988, directed by Ron Howard, story by George Lucas, screenplay, screenplay by Bob Dolman, starring Val Kilmer, Warwick Davis, and others. And others. Billy Barty. <laughs> a bunch of little small Billy Barty! Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And, uh... So yeah, I noticed... So... Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, who is this? Is Scott's? This is my pick. Yeah. You want to talk about it a little bit? Uh, one of the staple movies of my childhood. Uh, I didn't watch it nearly as much as, say, Spaceballs, but it definitely was in the... <laughs> the comparison? The regular yep. rotation of movies. Uh, I remember buying the the DVD or maybe even the Blu-ray, like an uncheap Amazon sale. Uh, but I don't think I've seen it in I don't know ten years, probably more than that, since I watched it again for the podcast. That is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was it was interesting to see. Like, like I remember the whole movie, but <laughs> it, it's definitely a a different uh, point of view seeing it now. A certain point of view. A certain point of view. <laughs> uh, the screen wipes were kicking my ass. Sorry if that's on somebody's list, by the way. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Star Wars, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, I, I, I've said before that fantasy is kind of hard to come by. So anytime any of this stuff came out, especially as a kid, it was always welcome. And I, I greatly enjoyed this as a kid. And we'll get into what I felt about it now, seeing it uh, as a as an adult adult. <laughs> I think it's saw it in the theaters. Uh, yeah. I went all the way to Universal City Walk to watch this movie. Oh, wow. Really? Mm. Crazy. So that, I mean, did you like it too as a child? Did you watch it a lot? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Interesting. So I remember mm-hmm. watching, I didn't go to the theater for this, but I saw it on home video. And I don't think I saw it again ever until last <laughs> week. Uh-huh. And I, I remember not liking it. Not hating it, but not really liking it. So this is kind of like how we mentioned, uh, what's the one about the boy in the attic dreaming about the flying dog? Never any <laughs> the story. Lady, the lady with the bus? <laughs> how that a was boy, for my child. Boy in the attic dreaming about the flying dog. I guess <laughs> I guess that's ap- uh, applicable. Uh, whatever. Luck dragon, not a dog. That was almost right. Uh, it didn't really like resonate with me. Like, it did with other people other people because i was watching this i was like man maybe if i was a kid i would have liked this but i was like wait a minute i did see this as a kid and i didn't like it so i don't know and you were mentioning how fantasy was hard to come by i, I was thinking i think i don't think i liked fantasy as a kid because i didn't like these other movies and that's i think it was lord of the rings i wasn't even looking forward to it and then that was what kind of turned me around though when i finally saw the first uh lord of the rings movie so hmm. it's interesting I saw Conan, but I didn't see that until much later, so I didn't see that as a kid. So, anyway, 
Uh, let's get into our list. So, Scott, number seven. Okay. Uh, going back up here. So, my number seven, as I already gleefully stated, Billy Barty. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, a big uh, Billy Barty fan, and mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't have uh, too large of a role here, but uh, it was great to see him uh, play Who something. So he is the uh, ah, goddamn, I can't remember the Grand Elwind. Yeah, so he's right? he's like the wizard in the um, the Elwind Village, the Peck Village. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> Peck Village. Hey, don't be racist. Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I always called him the Grand Wizard. <laughs> um, he's yeah, Jeebus. That, that's he's got a pointy hat. Yeah, so you know he's been in a million things. Almost probably not as many things as Warwick Davis has been, and uh, but. Uh, it was cool to see him get this neat little turn as like the the wizened uh, old guidance figure. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just fun. Uh, that's basically it. Uh, I, I like his little costume with the the uh, the big kind of Gandalf beard that they gave him in the, mm-hmm. in the ceremonial hat robes, and I like when he when he leans in at the beginning to. To tell Willow, like the bones don't say anything. <laughs> Just let him know that he's mostly full of crap. Hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's my number seven. I just couldn't see Billy Barty, yeah. star right. of stage and, and you, screen. You, you gave him a soda. I did give him a soda. I did open a Coke for Billy Barty. That's like the highlight of my life. What did Vernon Wells have to say about this? <laughs> Nothing. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, my number seven, um, while the effects hold up I, in some scenarios, not in others, and the one where they don't, I thought the brownies looked terrible in this. Uh, just the compositing. Oh, Kevin Pollock? Kevin Pollock? Pollock. Pollock, Pollock. The compositing of them, I just, and, and they were just awful. Like the French Canadian accents, whatever the hell they had going on there was just awful. They annoyed, Every time they were on scene, they anno- annoyed me. Uh, but they just, just looked really bad. And I know it's old and it's dated, but I don't know. At this point, Star Wars had all three Star Wars movies had come out, and while they didn't have things like that, they had made Yoda look good. I don't know. It <laughs> well, it's just a weird effect to try. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Army of Darkness. Because yeah. yeah. I'd seen that more, much more recently. Um where it doesn't quite work. Um, at least, I mean, the the effect when they're like trying to interact with things that are normal size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looked bad, and like but, I guess said their accents and they just, they just were so annoying. Ugh. But that's Lucas. He likes to have his little sidekick characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The droids with the might, droids. I might have a little bit more to say about this. My number six. Okay. Oh. Uh, well, Alex, what's your number seven? My number seven, and this really jumped out at me, even at the movie theaters from the first time I saw it, is that Finn Rizal, once she becomes a person, looks like 95% like my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you put her Willow picture and my grandma's picture next to each other, they look almost identical. It's uncanny. So Finn Rizal. Uh-huh. She had uh, Shalindra's wand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you ever go, Alex? You idiot! 
<laughs> no, my grandma loves me. Oh, okay. <laughs> probably the only person that ever did. Oh, it's probably true. Man. <laughs> Alex, pinchy cabron. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said that. <laughs> nice. All right, Scott, number six. All right, well, number six uh, is the brownies. So I, I remember as a kid thinking that their whole shtick was hysterical. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and some of it is still funny. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of with you on this, Jeff. Uh, it started to, to wear on me after a little while. Um, I, at first I was like, oh, this doesn't look that bad when they, when they capture him in the forest. Uh, Willow and me, me, Kosh, me, Loge. Me, got, me, got. Me, gosh, thank you. Uh, when they, when they get captured in the forest by all the brownies, I'm like, oh, this doesn't look that bad when they're like dragging him away. But then, like, every scene after that, it just got, like, progressively worse. Um, yep. I, I didn't mind the, the accents like you were talking about, Jeff. Um, but they're just, like, bumbling sidekicks. And the the whole contrivance of the, the love potion thing, um, just to set up a plot point, I felt it was kind of weak writing. Um, but, you know, it's a kid's movie, so whatever, uh, in that yeah. regard. Um, I did I did like the the one line, though, the, you are drunk. And when you are drunk, you forget that I am in charge. I remember quoting that a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we were drunk. Yes. Uh, I know it's a favorite line of uh, one. Uh, has, he ever, has he ever guessed it, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For heat. That's right. Way back oh, wait. Jeez. Uh, yes. Uh, anyways, yeah, the, the brownies. Uh, I. Definitely didn't enjoy them as much this time around. So that's my number six. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number six is the very end, the old hags, and they were fighting like Yoda and Palpatine at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um, once again, I, I'm drawing all these George Lucas parallel. Like, he likes his things, I guess. He likes his droids. He likes his old people fighting, throwing stuff at each other, and cackling mani- maniacally. Um, right. that, this, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I have, I don't have it as a positive or negative. It's just something I ah, this is interesting. It's also like I think a better version is to uh, Lord of the Rings when Gandalf and Saruman are fighting. Yes, I have this later, <laughs> later, much later down my list. Um, but I have in parentheses OG Wizards duel because I was as I was watching this, I was like, I was like, oh man, this is exactly like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, at least for like that one small section of the fight, anyway. Yeah. Like I think it's more it's more Yoda Palpatine, but it's the best version of this is Gandalf and Saruman. So um, that's my number six. Yeah, uh, Scott, Alex, already. Damn it! Yeah, my number six is Burgle Cut. <laughs> He's just such a good heel, <laughs> and that name shit heel. Yes, a Burgle Cut. <laughs> what an asshole! But I love him so much. <laughs> like he's in the. He's in the council and everything, and he's like, "Well, Vonkar, no, he's the best fighter in the village. He can't go on this quest." <laughs> Vonkar, step back. <laughs> and then the, uh, Billy Barty is like, "Well, this quest needs a leader. The leader, the bones tell me the leader is you, Burgle Cut, <laughs> Vonkar." <laughs> <laughs> so that all the good warriors end up going just to protect this fat oaf, and he always gets puked and shit on. So that's always a plus. <laughs> yeah. He gets his comeuppance. He does. Mm-hmm. I like I like how in this like Middle Earth fantasy world, 
that like he's basically like a modern day bank coming to steal his farm. Like that was his whole shtick. Yeah, yeah. That felt a little weird as an as an adult now. <laughs> I'm like that, that's scarier than anything else going on in the movie. <laughs> Where'd you get these seeds? Yeah. The, the the thought of the bank repossessing your your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's for real. Yeah. All right, uh Scott, number 5. Uh number 5, um so this was kind of a late addition uh, to the list, but after I finished watching the movie, um I had to bump it out of my honorable mentions and move it in my number 5 slot. Um and that is Joanne Whaley Kilmer in this is I, I don't know, but there's something about her uh, that she's just ridiculously hot in this movie. <laughs> and is that Sorsha's this Sorsha? Sorsha, yes. Yeah. Uh, I I can't quite put my finger on it, but uh, yeah, she is uh, definitely attractive, and uh, some again I I can't really explain it, um, but every time she was on screen, uh, I was. Uh, uh, how can I say this? Does that sound like a creep? Um, Aroused. I, too late. I was, I was no hard as a board. Motor <laughs> James. Uh, I, I was definitely paying attention, paying more attention to the scene, v- uh, paying vigorous attention. No, yeah, no. Uh, but that is, uh, you know, just Joanne Whaley now, because uh, she probably could put up with Kilmer shit for that long. Uh, yeah. So you just said her last name was. She was married to Val Kilmer. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like when that whole timeline is, but I'm assuming they were married. Why they were filming? Because that's oh. that's how she was credited, right? Well, on the mm-hmm. IMDb it doesn't say that; it just says her Joanne okay. Whaley. Well, but... well, maybe after this movie, then yeah, I don't know. They did. They definitely have some chemistry. So yeah, yeah. She was definitely and, attractive, uh, and her sword and her sword is awesome too. She had like the coolest sword in the movie. I thought, kind of serrated, mm-hmm. like. Lighter, a long sword. Probably, <laughs> probably. Oh, it was at least a plus one, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. Um, mine. This shout out for to our special guest Matt. That dude had an awesome skull mask. Oh yeah, Skeletor. <laughs> Ta- yeah. <laughs> Talk about getting boners by watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know the guy's name, but he was like the head grunt, the head. So, so that was General, so it was General Kale, and that was played by, again, the great Pat Roach, a veteran of uh, Spielberg and Lucas endeavors. Founder of Papa Roach. I don't know if that's accurate. Oh. Well, anyway, I thought his mask <laughs> was true. awesome and the way he pulled it down. And it was like a little more practical. Like it seemed like it, it seemed like it'd work. I don't know. I liked it. So his school mask, his cool school mask. It's a school mask. <laughs> school <laughs> mask. <laughs> school mask. Uh, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is the great Billy Barty. I loved his turn as the wizard. He was so good as like clearly the smartest one out of everybody. He's fooling everybody into thinking he's just grand wizard, but he actually is when he turns that bird and that stone into a bird. But then. <laughs> He's like, follow the bird. He'll show you the way. He's like, it's going back to the village. Ignore the bird. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's follow the river. That was a good gag. Yeah, it's so good. So he's he's the smartest guy, but also not at the same time. He, he rides that line pretty well. Yeah. 
I agree. May have a little bit more about Sadis later. Also, one thing. If Willow picked the correct finger in the choosing, why didn't he pick him as an apprentice? Because he explained he it to him. He didn't, but he explained it to him. Like, he's got to have more confidence in himself. Yeah. And he can't take him as, a, as an apprentice until he gets, you know. Yeah, I guess I missed it. So I will have to say, I called that. I was like, dude, it's your own finger. But then I was like, I guess I have seen this in the past, so I don't know if I simply really remembered <laughs> it or not. But I was totally like, yeah, it's your own finger. Uh, all right, Scott, number four. All right, my number four is the, as I had this written down, as the Han Solo gag. Uh, so getting close to the final act, uh, when Mad Mardigan... Uh, shot first, got it. Yes, he shot first. And then he snuck a peek down uh, uh, Sorsha's breastplate. That's uh, his wife. Uh, He's allowed I to. I love you, Sorsha. Yeah. I will follow you. Where- <laughs> Wherever you go, I will find you. No, that's Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh. That's my left foot. Whoopsie-daisy. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Han Solo gag when Mad Mardigan is going to take in all those dudes and he comes screaming out with the sword and waves around a couple times and all the dudes get freaked out and like one of them says let's get out of here and he gets that super smug look on his face and then he turns around and realizes they're not running away from him they're running away from the other thing uh but yeah uh Val Kilmer there sold it pretty well it's pretty funny it looked horrible <laughs> that's did not age well <laughs> having that thing behind him which is basically filming him in front of like the movie being projected or the film being projected or whatever it was. Um, but just his, like that gag though, I really liked that. And I remember as a kid, that was like my favorite, uh, like little scene in the whole movie. And it still holds up for me for the most part. That's my number four. The, the creature that, that Willow pretty much is responsible for. Yeah. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Man, he it was he's good. I can't <laughs> Val Kilmer's the creature that Willow's responsible for. No, but he was talking about him running and turning around. The I think he's awesome in everything he's in. I can't think of a bad performance. I haven't seen everything, but maybe Hollywood's most underrated actor. <laughs> also, Dick. Well, don't tell me he's a Hollywood scumbag too. No, but he's just a jerk on set, pretty much. Oh, okay, well. Like a prima donna. That's Good for you. Yeah. All right. No. You should watch MacGruber. He's in that. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was Scott's, right? So um, my number four. So I said I hated the brownies. <laughs> and I did. But their entrance, kind of like you said, Scott. But the, the very first thing here is, I stole a baby. I was dying. Is <laughs> <laughs> riding a hawk. <laughs> yeah. So cool. <laughs> Just the, the phrase, I stole a baby. So I, as much as I complained about it, it did make me laugh. So I guess it started strong, but then just kept on going. So to echo what you were saying. So I laughed. So I wrote it down. I stole the baby. Alex, mm-hmm. number four. My number four is the part where Mardigan finally gets a sword and he starts kicking ass in the snowbank. And it, that fight is cool. And then it gets even better when they ride the shield down as a sled. Man, I love that. That was my favorite <laughs> One of my favorite. You are great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that line was too. trailer trailer bait right there. Yeah, um, that it still got me. That, that whole still put the a whole smile on my face. that whole sled scene actually held up a lot better than I remember. It actually held up. Sorry, held up better than uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah, 
<laughs> um, although they kind of ruined it with him being like a popsicle at the end. A snowball, please. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling down the hill. Yeah, he should have been dead. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I still put a big old smile on my face because I remember it when I was a kid and how much fun it was watching it. And it there I was, having just as much fun again. Yeah. I don't know. I was kind of joking earlier about the Yoda Palpatine thing, but now we have, you like the scene where he, he like acted like Han Solo. Now we like the scene where he slides down the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the snow mountain like Indiana Jones. Hmm. Lucas likes his, his uh scenes. The minecart chase in this later on was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the boulder, the big well, I guess the snowball was almost the big boulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they talked about trade regulations <laughs> at the in the kingdom of Tires Lean. <laughs> it was awesome. Alright. <laughs> Whose turn is it? I don't even know. Scott, number three. Okay, number three is Mad Mardigan. Uh, Val Kilmer. Uh, I didn't know how I was going to react to seeing this again, because he, he is kind of hammy in this, but it, it works. Um, his character is a little weird um, in that he goes from, like, it, it feels like he uh, becomes too helpful too soon, I guess. Um, I mean, he's like right towards the middle. It's kind of a, like the sweet spot where he's kind of reluctant, but he's kind of on board. Um, but like when they're all running away with the cart, like at that point, like there's like really nothing in his character to make him like go through all that. I don't know. By the way, that cart scene's Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there's a sweet Wilhelm screen there too. I think there's yeah. a bunch of them in this. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's several. Yeah, there's multiple <laughs> Wilhelm screens. Yeah. <laughs> At gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but he... <laughs> there's one thing that that was weird me out, though, was his teeth. Oh, yeah. His teeth are, like, super fucked up in the beginning, like, when he's in the cage. And they kind of show him cleaning the teeth. But then, yeah, but then like, in the next... Rag, yeah, but... And then they're gleaming. But, yeah, but, like, you can see they're, like, all gapped and stuff. But then in, like, the next scene, like, when they're clean, he's got, like, nice, even teeth. So there was a bad job on somebody's, on the, the, the prop department or whatever. I think it was Finn Rizzell that fixed his teeth. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so do you think that was, like, that was the first shot, him in the cage, and then he's like, I'm not fucking wearing these teeth anymore, Ron. It could, very well then... could have been. Um, <laughs> yeah. Could have been that. Ron. Maybe they just weren't counting on, like. Opie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just weren't counting on, like. In the year 2017, 2018, sorry. In the year 2018, uh, people having high def versions of things and being able to, to, zo- to zone in to pick things like that out. Maybe. And then also another question. You mentioned him turning. So when they, when Willow gives him the baby and they leave and then he's like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. And then the next thing he goes, I stole a baby, but. Do you think what do you think happened there? Do you think he legitimately stole it? Like was Val Kilmer just like whatever? Yeah, I think I think it got stolen and he didn't put too much effort in getting it back. Okay, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. So I'm just gonna yeah. lay this baby here and if it gets stolen, yeah. it's its own. Yeah, no, they, they I can see why why they did it that way because then he's just like a total asshole, you know. Right. It's a little harder to come back from that. Okay, I was kind of thinking the same thing. 
It's a way to have him leave the baby but not be a total asshole, an unredeemable asshole. Right, right. Um, my number three has already been mentioned um, when you guys talk about Billy Barty, but it's the one line where he says, you know, uh, follow the bird and ignore the bird. Follow <laughs> yeah. the river. Yeah. I really got a kick out of that. Yeah, it's so good. So, yeah, I, ignore the bird. <laughs> so... That's it. I like. I think the bird poops on the guy, but it was more the phrasing. Just ignore the bird. Follow the. Well, river. that's at the end. That's Willow's bird. Oh, I thought he. I thought he turned the bird. Flew the other. Shat on him and flew the other way. All right, whatever. No. <laughs> we know he trained the bird so that it would shit on Burgle Cut. That was yeah. not an accident. <laughs> All right. I guess I don't remember that. But anyway, ignore the bird. Follow the river. Billy Barty. <laughs> Alex, number three. My number three is the witch's duel. I thought it was so cool. And even though the effects are dated and everything, it was just so much fun to watch each doing like fire and ice and then turning that thing alive and chasing Willow around while all this shit was happening. Then using the force pretty much to throw people around. And my grandma just going, ah, na, 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 na. I got to kick it out of that. <laughs> the, so the thing coming to life kind of bothered me watching it this time around. Um, there was one thing... It bothered Willow, too. Yeah. That's that's what I was going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I felt like they relied a little too much on having him to fight stuff that would only be a problem for him. So, like, the trolls, the, the thing there... Um, Tall urinals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a midget at a urinal, I gotta stay on my toes. Yeah. <laughs> Frank um, yeah, it was a little, a little too much. Uh, like, I, I get they, they didn't, they did, for the most part, they didn't like make it like his height too much of an issue. But sometimes it was like, oh well, we gotta have him do something in this action scene. So here are these annoying trolls that would only be dangerous to like, <laughs> to a, a Nelwins. Yeah, to Ellens. Nel Nelwins. 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 Yeah, Nelwins. So here, quick, quick question about that. So they call the humans Daikinis. Mm-hmm. But what do the What do the Daikinis call themselves? We never get that because I doubt that they call themselves Daikini. So is Daikini like the derogatory term, like Peck? I don't think so. Maybe it's just what the Nelwins call them. They're giants. Well, the Nelwins and the, and the Brownies both call them Daikinis. Yeah, maybe that's just what they're called. Yeah, I guess it's possible. It seems a little weird. Why is that weird? I don't know. It just is. <laughs> okay. It's not that weird. It is. Uh, all right. We're on Scott, number two. Yeah. Number two, uh, just kind of picking up what I was just talking about. Uh, I like that the story is like a, a different kind of hero um, where Willow wins the day, saves the day, um, not through any... Uh, real physical ability. Um, he's not grunting to lift something that's really heavy or punching something harder or, uh, you know, pulling a, uh, like a Hulk Hogan-esque where you get the crap beat out of you, but you fight back at the end. No, he's just kind of a normal guy. He's got a family back, back in his village. Um, got a wife and two kids. And I like that the wife and two kids aren't used as leverage for his motivation. He really has just a, a good heart. He This baby comes along, and he decides that he's going to do what he can to, 
help protect the baby. Um, well, he was going to leave it in the reeds. He was at first. Push it along. Yes, it is true. <laughs> that was funny. The movie would have been over. Yeah, the movie could have been over in five his minutes. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his wife just picks up the baby. He's like, nobody's listening to me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just a in, in the like hero's journey thing. It's just him kind of finding his courage. Um, I, granted, he does get some like magical help. Uh, courage, Willow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't have to, you know, win a fight to to be the hero. Um, and I kind of like that. Hmm. Yeah. I can tell you, I remembered so little about this movie. That I thought he was the baby in the very beginning. <laughs> well, this so is kind of weird. They, they, they were, I don't remember how this works and everything, but okay. Yeah. yeah, and then they kept saying her, and I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Uh, maybe maybe they just think it's a girl. I don't know. Like, I swear. And then when he picked up the baby in the river, I was like, well, obviously I don't remember shit about this movie. So That was a brutal way to start the movie, by the way. Oh, hell yeah. With the weird dog rat things. God, so cool. Which they looked awesome, but they still sounded exactly like, or they used dog sound effects anyways. I thought that was dumb. All right, so my number two is the dogs are real cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I really like the way they look. They were obviously dogs in costumes, but I thought they thought it was kind of cool. Kind of another Star Wars thing, how they made the banthas, just with elephants wearing costumes. I, uh, mm-hmm. I thought they were cool. They looked. I didn't. I'm trying to think of like going back to Lord of the Rings, the wargs. The wargs, yeah. Like obviously they couldn't Send do that with CG back then, riders. so that's as close as you can come. And... Yeah, no, I thought yeah the, the dog costumes were actually pretty fantastic. Like I kept <laughs> yeah. I kept trying to spot like the the seams as it were, and I they they filmed it really well, so you couldn't really tell. Um, that said, they should have used like some other kind of sound from them because these sounded like normal dogs. I thought that was lame. Yeah. Well, maybe dogs don't exist in the Willow world, and it's just these things. So they sound like what we think are dogs. Right, I'm Whoa. saying that's lame. Like Tasty Wheat. I was going to say, you're doing a very Matrix uh, yeah. thing right there. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool with the dogs. I, I didn't notice the barking, so I guess whatever, but I, I liked it. I liked the way they looked. Mm-hmm. Alex, number two, while I sneeze. <laughs> My number two is Double Dragon. That thing was awesome. I'm a sucker for all things, you know, stop motion and everything, especially when they're done real, like really, really good. Like late in the game, towards the end of the, uh, af- this is way after Harryhausen had done his magnum opus in uh, Clash of the Titans, but this, this thing just looked really cool. It looked disgusting and horrible, and it had two heads. And I mean, superimposed with uh, live actors, of course, it looked kind of terrible, but just. That thing itself. And it started off awesome. started off as a gross looking super gross looking brain thing. <laughs> yeah. That was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. It was it was pretty solid. Um doesn't necessarily hold up awesomely, but yeah, if stop motion goes, it was pretty good. Yeah, solid creatures design too, because never would I would I think of a dragon looking like that. Technically probably not a dragon, but still. And it, Breathe fire and everything. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah when when Claymation Mad Morgan jumped on top of its head, I was like, okay. <laughs> that's when the illusion got broken a bit. That's when you started to believe it wasn't actually real. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, I'll just say this is my number one. So I'll just jump in real quick. I yeah, that's the one I said I remember nothing from this movie. The two things I remembered are uh, Val Kilmer finding him in the cage, and then these this I have snake monster, whatever the hell it was. So these are the things that stuck out to me. So it must have been, I must have liked it as a kid for the only thing I remember. And uh, yeah, it's it doesn't hold up that well today, but it does for a claymation or whatever you want to call it. Um, that was really cool. So everything you said too. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Scott, number one. Number one, uh, the final confrontation. We've already talked a lot about it. The the OG wizard's duel. Um, and it was just a... It turned into a pretty cool set piece uh, with the rain coming down in the middle on the altar. Um, yeah. the Those, like, kind of uh, Celtic, Druidic pillars around the room. Uh, the spikes for no reason on the one wall uh, to add a little bit more danger. Um, That's evil. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and I really liked how it, in the middle part of it, it just devolved into them just, like, punching each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, awesome. ma- I mean, magic's useful and all, but a solid punch to the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's uh, there's no way around that. Uh, yeah, I just enjoyed it. It was uh, tense, and I liked the, the resolution. Well, I, I should say I liked uh, Willow's resolution to it, uh, I thought her getting struck by lightning was the only bad part about the whole thing. And as I was watching this, I, I all of a sudden I remembered it before it happened. I'm like, oh, she's going to put the wand up and get struck by lightning. And that's going to be it. And that's stupid. Well, lightning <laughs> run. Um, I get there's mystical powers and the wand belonged to the fairy goddess queen, whatever. Uh, maybe she had a hand in it. But still, like... That's how it happened. Like, uh, it was kind of weak. I mean, she didn't even have to raise her hand. She still would have been struck by Lenny when she was fighting Willow. Right. Well, it's kind of weird. She she looks like she's like physically, like, like in pain when she thinks that the baby's gone. So that was kind of weird. I didn't quite understand that. Uh, yeah. I would say that one thing I said is I don't remember anything, but as soon as I knew he did a sleight of hand with the with the baby, I had that figured out. But once again, like I said, I did see this, so maybe I didn't figure it out and I remembered it. <laughs> uh, I, it's foreshadowing from the very beginning of the movie. Exactly. So that one wasn't a surprise. Yeah, the, the acorn bit was really cool. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, he never really gets to use them to any, like, useful effects. Because, yeah. like, one, he drops one, right? And yeah. then, and then, yeah, in the bridge, yeah, and then he tosses the he other one at her, and it was cool for a second to see her arm kind of like turn into stone, and she just like shakes it off, and then she like like shakes the the dust or whatever out of her hand. That was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's the that whole thing. That whole sequence is my number one. All right, uh, my number one was the snake monster or dragon, whatever we're calling it. So, Alex, what's your number one? My number one is just the the whole world that they built. Just for Willow, just for the movie, it was was pretty cool. Like individually, you can pick stuff apart, but as a whole, it it stands up. I wish they would have done more with Willow besides just you know a mediocre NES game. <laughs> do, do you think Lucas that was the plan? Mm, not necessarily, but it would have been cool to see something else. Willow. I mean, he's did Star Wars Indiana Jones, so why would he not? He probably had it on his mind, at least. Oh, that's true. Maybe. 
I, I don't know if it was, sub- uh, I wonder how it did at the box office. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know mm-hmm. how it did. Maybe not that great, but yeah. All the, the creatures that populated it very, even though, you know, Nelwyn and Daikini were new terms and stuff, they became pretty regular as you watch the movie. Plus the music. James Horner. Uh, it was serviceable. I liked it. Like, I, I, I didn't dislike it, but yeah. it, like the all the James Horner stuff it would be somewhere in the lower middle. More steel drums? <laughs> yeah, needed more steel drums, right? Yeah. That's always the answer. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. And then uh, the one thing, uh, Mad Mardigan. I have heard that name so much throughout the years, and I forgot that it was from Willow, and this was good. Like, oh, that's where that's from. And I thought his name was like Mad Mardigan, but no, it's just one word. Right? Yes, one word. Yeah. Like share. And some podcasts I listen to, their dog is named Mad Mardigan, and that was... I want to say it's Kevin Smith, but I think his dogs are like Mulder and Scully or something. I don't know. <laughs> or Trekkie. He has a bunch of dogs, so maybe it is somebody's dog. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Is that it? Uh, his friend with the goofy sword dies. Yeah. Raise the stakes. Mm-hmm. Goes off to kill. Wind is wolf for me. Kill Petroch. Uh, just uh, we actually hit all my honorable mentions uh, through various things. Uh, just one more um, honorable mention. Again, uh, Joanne Whaley Kilmer, or Joanne Whaley now. Um, <laughs> I was laughing at like uh, her stopping what she's doing in the middle of that, that first castle battle. As she's watching him kill dudes and fight the thing, she's just standing there, like splooshing. Like I thought of Archer. <laughs> <laughs> Sploosh. Sploosh. Um, so yeah, just an honorable mention to that, and we laugh. All right, I, I had a couple of missions. There was definite reuse of Star Wars sounds in this movie, mm-hmm. um, which I guess I don't blame him. But like one specifically was like uh, Dubak sounds coming when they were in that snow town. Okay. And um, I also thought their his gopher plan was pretty stupid. I don't know how they snuck up and hid in their holes <laughs> and then popped out later. I, yeah, I they kind of skip over the part where they dug holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had, I guess they had the tents. But, yeah, it's still mm-hmm. kind of weak. And with the guy standing on top of the castle, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I've only seen uh, Monty Python hold a grill a couple times, but I can't take it seriously anymore after <laughs> when I see that shit. <laughs> well, also, Even like, Game I'll... of Thrones, when, was it last season or two seasons ago, when the Blackfish is looking down on Jamie, it's like the same fucking thing. Yeah, I try, I try not to think too much about that. They're <laughs> the plan to get in. Uh, but I, just to add to what you're saying on that, uh, th- so they they plan everything while they're inside that big tent. But they've got like a fire going. Like people on the walls, like castle, are gonna see that there's people inside that tent. <laughs> no, the the tent it's it's real thick. It's like uh, made out of goat skin. Oh, oh okay. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, that other warrior guy, that guy that was. Eric? Eric? Yeah. That guy was a terrible actor. Yeah, He's like Eric. smiling and laughing at like every single one of his scenes. <laughs> Mad Mardigan! <laughs> He's just like, or, He's having the time of his life, I should say. Like, he doesn't, doesn't yeah. feel very serious. Yeah, he knows. It's his first role and probably his only role, so he's going <laughs> to milk him for all he's got. Yeah. yeah. Um... Just again, I... Even when he dies, wind is wolf over yeah. He's got a big old smile on his yeah. face. Yeah. I... <laughs> what one more honorable me- or dishonorable mention 
as I said. Oh. Uh, I mentioned very early Burgle on. Cut? No. I love Burgle Cut. He almost made my list. Um, the, uh, all the fucking dissolves. Like, I was, oh, yeah. I was like, we get it. You haven't gotten it out of your system yet, man. <laughs> you said to do one more movie where you use these things. Yeah, yeah. He forced Howard. I, I, I gotta wonder if he, uh, <laughs> that's the whole reason he made the, the prequels, because he just wanted to use more of the, <laughs> Star Wars the screen wipes and the, the designs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And Star Wipe. Are there those things in um the wipes in the Indiana Jones movies? Oh, not really. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I gotta tell you, I can't remember them being used all that yeah, often. I wonder. I think Spielberg put the kibosh. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Spielberg could stand up to him He's and like, say, yeah, "No, that's, George, that's enough." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't for a CGI gopher, but other than that, <laughs> at the wipes is where he puts down, lays down the law. So Ron Howard, to, at this point, uh, let's see what else he directed. So Willow. That's right. He did Splash, Cocoon, Gung Ho. Oh, I love Gung Ho. We got to do that. Movie. Oh, he did Gung Ho? And then Willow. I didn't know those. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. I mean, he'd done some TV movies before this. Um, but yes, I'd forgotten that he did Splash, too. Wow. Splash. Ah! All right. So let's rate it, Scott. Right, everybody, our scales from one to seven. Seven being perfect, one being poop. Four ah. being right down the middle. Yep. Man, this is tough. This is... <laughs> I, I, I felt like I'm uh, dishonoring my childhood somehow here. <laughs> uh, that is an interesting yeah, dilemma. I see where you're going at. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd still put it at a five. I, I loved it so much as a kid. That there's still kind of that nostalgia there for me, and there's enough uh, at least semi-interesting things going on, and uh, you know Joanne Whaley. So, <laughs> so that's a five for me. All right. Well, I didn't really like it as a kid, and I don't really like it now. It's not absolute terrible, but there is more wrong with it that more I dislike than I like. So I have to give it a three. Jeff Jeff posted in our group chat. Oh, I'm ten minutes in the willow. Don't know if I'm gonna make it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll make it to the next ten minutes. Yeah. And I did, so that's why it's not one or two, but uh, uh, not fair. enough to make it a, a neutral movie. I have to put it in the dislike section. Uh, fair enough. Alex. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this movie also a five, mostly because of the nostalgia. Thing. I really, yeah, I just loved it as a kid. I still love it now, only because I try not to see it with my jaded adult eyes. More like a like child, childlike fancy mm-hmm. to it. And I hope uh, my boys will not be terrified of the rat dogs enough to watch the whole <laughs> movie one of these days. <laughs> or or, oh, scared, or the it. double the double dragon, as you call it. At least when oh, it turns the double dragon, which is which is in and of itself isn't too bad, but when it's in the brain thing, that's pretty horrible. Oh, that's gross. And it, it skins the troll. Yeah. Kaya! 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 Oh, that little... Willow's daughter is so cute. Yeah. She's adorable. Both of his kids are stinking cute. Yeah, they're like... Yeah. They're like um, uh, Peter Jackson's kids. <laughs> Who are they? Hmm? Orcs? Yes. 
They're like little hobbits at the beginning. Yeah. The I think they're credited. Oh. They're like credited. Oh. They're credited this as like a little girl that goes. <gasps> yeah. Well, yeah. so. in the credits oh, okay. for Lord of the Rings, they're like in the first movie they credited as adorable hobbit children, and the next one they're <laughs> adorable human children. <laughs> Where's Papa? Not those two. <laughs> oh, not those two. No. Um, are your kids scared of the Rous? Have they seen them yet? Actually, they haven't seen it before in a while. Because when they saw it when they were toddlers, they loved that whole movie. But now, who knows? <laughs> now that the fears kicked in, <laughs> yeah, they're different people now. <laughs> I th- I would think those are scarier than these dogs because you get to see their face and they're kind of slimy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think the, the rat dogs are scarier in Willow because they're after a baby for Pete's sake. I guess. Yeah. Uh, what one more thing that I thought was kind of fun? Um, we did time bandits before. Um, in that that opening scene in the village, I don't know about the end, but when Willow goes to the to the village proper in the beginning of the movie, um, you can spot a lot of like the the I guess the more well known uh, little person actors um, in there, and you can see a lot of guys that were in Time Bandits or Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Uh, remember his name. Uh, yeah, probably. For all I know, Kenny Baker could have been there somewhere. Oh, probably. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if little. Um... Yep. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> Jesus! The main Tyrion. I wonder if little Tyrion Lannister little Marge. There somewhere. Oh, because he would have been a he would have been a kid at this. That's what I'm saying. A little, like movie. maybe yeah. he was one of the kids. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. It's possible. Uh, all right. Well, what's our crossover topic, Alex Scott? <laughs> um, I believe you sound like me when I'm talking to my boys now. <laughs> Whatever your name is, and don't yeah. lie to me, Eric, Luca. Yeah. Stop doing that. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> but Dad, I'm Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe we settled on our top five wizards. Oh yeah. This list is wizard. Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! I should have made my list. <laughs> All right, well, lead us off. What's your number five? All right, my number five, uh, I'm going to dip into the ye old video game well here. And Ooh. perhaps more than once on my list. Uh, but for my number five, uh, this is uh, from my childhood, near and dear to my heart. Um, you only get to use him as a character for a short amount of time. And then he uh, valiantly um, sacrifices himself by, by casting a spell that's uh, too taxing on his old body. Uh, oh, Scott damn it. Pullum and Purim, they're the worst. No. Oh. <laughs> you go to hell, Alex. Uh, you go to hell and you die. No. That would be Tella, the sage. Uh, who heroically casts yeah. Medio. Same game. Same game, yes. At one point, I believe it's Purim that says, This old man knows Medio. What is this but game? This is Final Fantasy II in America, otherwise known as Final Fantasy IV. Uh... It's a RPG on the SNES. Um, Can I interrupt real quick? So you said in America it's this, but what about in uh, England? I don't know what the European one would have been. That's a good question. So like, is it in Japan it's this and everywhere else it's something else? Yeah, because they skipped, they had a bunch of versions of Final Fantasy, a bunch of sequels only in Japan. And we only had in the U.S., at the time, only Final Fantasy 1 for the NES, and then Final Fantasy 2 for the Super Nintendo. 
but there'd been a bunch of sequels in between, but only in Japan. Yeah, so it's like when you say it's us and and uh, and US is something different, or is it more like it's in Japan and one thing and everywhere else? I, I would else. imagine it would have been Final Fantasy two in Europe also, just because yeah. they would have used the same localization at the time. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'd agree with that. Uh, like Final Fantasy seven was the first one where it was seven everywhere. Yeah, and they're like, okay, this shit's got to stop. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. All right. But yeah, that's number five. Tella. I like that. Tella. Tella from Final Fantasy Four or two. You spoony. You spoony bard. Podcast broadcaster. All right. Uh, <laughs> my number five. I thought this list was going to be super easy, and then it became super hard because I couldn't think of many. And maybe you guys are going to bring some up that I'll remember. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, w- I will say that that this list was a lot easier than the other one that we might be doing in our next podcast. <laughs> right about foil? No. <laughs> oh. Um. So this was a very mainstream wizard, but I think I've mentioned this in the past. Like I'm not a big fan. I haven't seen this too much or read it too much. Anyway, it's Merlin. I know of him. I remember the cartoon, but I don't really know much about him. But he was the first thing that came in. Well, not the first thing that came in. But one of the first things that came into my head. Right. We're talking about wizards. So Sorcha was probably the first, right? Yeah, the second. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So Merlin, like I said, I'm not a big King Arthur guy. Um, so, so not the the batshit insane one from the from Excalibur. <laughs> I haven't even seen Excalibur, so I, I don't even know. I just know the one from the Disney cartoon, and okay. just and the you know uh, the general legend of it. But damn it, right, that Merlin is good. I think I've read the more today, I think. I think I anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Merlin, uh, Alex. Number five, not really a wizard, but uh, but he does trick uh, an entire kingdom to think that he is a wizard, and that is the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I call bullshit. Whole movie, no, I'm just kidding. Whole movie based on him turns out to be a big floating green head, and then it's, oh, don't pay attention to that guy behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody else is willing to believe that, and Dorothy's like, "No, nah, dude, that's bullshit. What are you doing?" Yeah. I still haven't seen the James Franco one. It was okay. Is it going to be better than the Disaster Artist? I didn't see the Disaster. I haven't seen the Room Me either. So I need to watch. Oh, shit. I need to watch the Room. I'll bring it into. Yeah. I'll bring it into work. Yeah. Oh no, wait! I can't. It's rated R. <laughs> we'll watch it. <laughs> the Room is good. Anyways, Wizard of Oz number five. Okay. All right, Scott number four. All right, but number four, uh, Parliament Parum. Yes, how'd you guess? <laughs> um, so not explicitly a wizard, um, but he does make a business of performing miracles, which oh, which wait, whoa, whoa, tread lightly here, my friend. Which sounds like a wizard to me, and he looks yeah, like a wizard. A certain a certain pope in Rome might have some words with you. Uh, he, uh, brings back a character to life. Um, uh oh. <laughs> yes, I'm saying Jesus is a wizard. No, I knew no, it. Uh, be uh, the Miracle Max. Uh, oh. from the Princess Bride. Yeah, same thing. Uh, he has all the hallmarks of a wizard. Um, he doesn't do really any overt magic. Um, uh, but he is a. An old man with white hair, 
and he performs something that might as well be magic. Um, well, Billy Crystal is magic. And, and a, an old man yeah, with so. white hair. So, like, Frank Drebin's a wizard? or <laughs> Yes. Or Commandant Lassard? Well, that's, well, that's part of it. Like, <laughs> he also performs a magical endeavor. Well, Commandant Lassard uh, rescued a, a punk kid and raised her. And he also got a beach and, he also got a beach and uh, kept kept on, kept on. Mm-hmm. And he taught Mahoney how to drive a car on two wheels. Mahoney. So, oh, hell yeah. No, he did that before he was in the academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he was a parking attendant. Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Mahoney. Uh, I'll give it to you. No, Max. that counts. I thought about it. it it's definitely... Yeah. It's Billy it was, Crystal's... Uh, this man is only mostly dead. To blave. <laughs> which you all know means to bluff. That's one of the few lines that it, it randomly pops up in my head and I just start cackling and cracking up out of nowhere. People are like, what the hell are you talking about? What are you laughing at? It's like, two plays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. All right. Uh, my number four is Alex's number five is The Wizard of Oz. Well, he's technically not a wizard, but oh, the, the movie's named after him, for Christ's sake. It has wizard in the mm-hmm. title. Uh, probably the first wizard I knew as a kid. Because I don't know, I probably watched this when I was four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked him. And while he may not be a true wizard, he does get Dorothy back home and gives the lion his courage and whatever else. Courage. <laughs> whatever else he that gives the, guys the lion some testicles and or whatever. Brains yeah. and, <laughs> and a heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, you've already covered it. It's it's great. Kids, you know what? This I want to talk about this real quick. Back in our, not even our day, back in our parents' day. <laughs> not even yeah. our parents', parents day. day. Seriously. Uh, like, so this movie wasn't a big hit. It wasn't until they started showing it once a year around the holidays on TV, and that became an event to watch it. Like, that doesn't happen anymore where there's just, like, this thing on TV you have to watch. And I, I don't know. It's better this way. We get to watch what we want when we want. But Who we want. It's kind of going away. Mm-hmm. Like to, to kids, like we're forced to watch this shit because our parents are forced to watch it, and there's nothing else on, <laughs> so watch it. And now it's, it's like, like Christmas Story. I guess that's the closest thing now. Yeah, now your kids are just gonna watch. You other can't, kids you can't hit a Play-Doh. random cable channel without <laughs> just hitting Christmas Story during Christmas. Yeah, but even now, like I tried to have uh, my niece watch Christmas Story, and she kind of liked it, but not really. Like I think it was the first time she sat through commercials. Mm. <laughs> like if you think about it kids just watch netflix and youtube and dvds yeah. like yeah <laughs> what's well, a commercial yeah exactly yeah <laughs> what's a rerun <laughs> what's a target <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, uh do, do the meaty cheesy boys count as a wizard <laughs> they should uh alex number four my number four is uh, this this wizard is a bumbling fool but I'm really getting into I'm getting back into the show because my kids are so much into the show thanks to Netflix, as you've mentioned. And that is Orko from He Man. Oh God. <laughs> Why? Scott's disgusting ter- with you. He's terrible. I know. He's the fucking worst. <laughs> He's a floating Jawa. What do you want? For you to not put him on your list? Yeah, Orko. He's, he has the balls <sighs> to float a, a cup of water 
and dump it onto Man-at-Arm's head. You could have used Billy Barty from the Masters of the Universe movie. No. <laughs> oh, hell He was no. a wizard in that because they didn't want to use shitty Orko. Uh, nope. I agree with Alex they on this one. Cartoon they should have used shitty Orko. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I remember it getting is. Orko from the 99 cent store when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's how awesome And he, he had the, the zip tie and everything. <laughs> yep. You pulled him off and then you ran off. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, Scott, number three. Let's see if you can do better than Orko. Yeah. Well, there's no way I could do worse. Uh, so number three, going back to the video games, the Vigi games. Uh, there was a little RPG on PC called uh, Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Arm. Um It's mm-hmm. one of the all-time great games, in my humble opinion. Uh, Gotta play it. Spent many hours on this. was a D&D game. Um, but the... Is it Boo? What? Is it Boo? He's not the wizard. It's not Boo. So I, I, did, oh. I didn't know what you're talking about for a second. No, 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 no. It was it was not Boo. <laughs> not Monsters Inc. Well, there is a character named Boo in yeah, Bombs Gate Two. He goes for the eyes. And Monsters Inc. He's vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, the the main antagonist in the game who is established pretty early on, um, and there's some great voice work here done by um, David Warner. And that is John Irenicus, otherwise just known as Irenicus, who's this powerful mage that's kind of constantly thwarting you and actually has you captured at the beginning of the game um, as you escape from his lair. And he just keeps popping up until you uh, slowly learn his his backstory throughout the game. Um, he's a very compelling character. And again, some awesome voice work and uh, menacing and uh, just a mage that just murders people all the time. Um, leading into the final confrontation with him. Uh, the extremely memorable villain um, and one of my favorite wizards. Very cool. I still have to I still have to play that. There's a bunch of uh, on my ever growing Steam list old school games. Yes, <laughs> Fallout Fallout two and Boulders Gate and Boulders Gate two. So so for, I'll get so so for Boulders Gate they, they actually remade the second the first and second one. Um, mm. I don't know, remake might be too strong a word, but they basically updated the the engine and the graphics and everything, so you could play it on something that wasn't like <laughs> like 480. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, my number three is Dumbledore from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Mm. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm not a huge fan of these movies, but I do enjoy them. And um, obviously, almost anybody in this <laughs> in this movie franchise could be on the list. But he's my favorite. He's the yeah. old guy. And the shit little wizard. I would say the uh, Richard Harris version because I like to think that's the cleric from County Monte Cristo. And, now <laughs> and uh, yeah, must be swift. He died, but his spirit went over to Harry Potter land. Yeah. Maybe he was reborn as a wizard. And just in general, like. I always I like the first movie of the best. I think it's one that set, I always like uh, origin stories and the setup. So I just like that, and that's the one that he's in. And I don't know, just like nice old man wizard. He kind of that defines it. I ain't gonna pick Harry Potter or Hermione or I don't know Snape. I don't Ron even know Weasley. all the names, but <laughs> yeah, Weasley. he did eat a jelly bean that was made of earwax, though. I heard they had a bogey flavored one. <laughs> English people can't say bogey, or they do say bogey. 
Boogie at 12 o'clock. Yeah. I don't get that. There's a lot of things. Hot shots. They, they don't like either. So, All right. Yeah. Dumbledore. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is the very menacing, very uh, mouse terrifying wizard from Fantasia. All right. Yeah. Mickey Mouse? Not Mickey Mouse himself? You mean just the actual... The, the actual... No, the, uh, the other wizard. Oh, the actual, yeah, source, the actual sorcerer. Yeah, yeah, not, not the, the sorcerer's apprentice. apprentice. <laughs> That's right. That jackass just puts on a hat, makes some buckets, the brooms come alive with the buckets. The wizard has to go. All right, now I gotta part the goddamn seas to clean up your mess. Dun, dun, then he spanks dun, him with a broom. I hate that a whole movie was made at, after him, which was terrible. Oh, you're talking about the Nick Cage? Yeah. I don't, I don't what? What? disapprove of Nick Cage being the wizard, but oh, he was just so misused in that movie, and you could have just had him be more Nick Cagey. I'm more what of the a, hell are you guys talking about? I'm more of a magic protector. Yeah. Nick Cage starred in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. There was a live-action movie about it. With Mickey Mouse? No. It was with... Uh, it had name? nothing to do with the Fantasia... Pretty much. No, there was brooms. There was a sorcerer, and he took on an apprentice. That was about as close as it came to anything. Yeah, and he. Who was who was the the guy in that? Uh, the same guy from Dodgeball, the wimpy kid. Okay. All right. I don't know his name, but he's really funny, but not in this movie. Oh, except that guy, the the sorcerer is barely even in that little skit. I don't even. It's it's well. This was the time when Disney was just making live action movies out of any of their properties to make. Well, no, now now Jeff's talking about. Oh wait, now Jeff's talking about the, the animated. Fantasia. Oh, right. He's in at the yeah. very beginning, and then at the very end, just just. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's cool looking. I know. That's why I like him. Did you guys ever? He just cleans house. Did you guys like Fantasia? It's hard to watch. I haven't seen no, it. it isn't. And I, love I haven't it. seen it like from start to end. Like I don't even know if I ever seen it start to end, but yeah, last time I saw something like sat down to watch it was like a kid probably. I do I do <laughs> yeah, remember I the 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 night at Bald Mountain though. That's still awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's in Phantasmic, so that's why I like. Yeah. It. Right, I'm no, I've seen it. It's <laughs> no, because it's like I remember as a kid. It's like when is Mickey Mouse gonna show up? Because he's like on the cover, right? And it's like, <laughs> Horse shit. Yeah. Who gives a shit about dancing hippopotami? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nature saw this crap. I was like, no, I want to see Mickey Mouse. All right. Uh, uh, Scott, number two? Number two, okay. So my number two and my number one uh, were very easy to come up with, although it was difficult to place them. Yeah, is, what, is one gray and is one white? No. <laughs> oh, that would have been a cool. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I change that? Because <laughs> right, my number two is just Gandalf without a color. Oh, me too. Um, yeah the, the the quintessential like fantasy wizard um, that all other wizards are based on in all pretty much fantasy, <laughs> um, and then. Just mostly the uh, the Lord of the Rings one with um, God, I can't believe I remember his name all of a sudden uh, with Magneto. Uh, 
Help me out here. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Thank you. I can't believe I can remember yeah. it all of a sudden. Uh, oh. Yes, Ian McKellen's performance is fantastic. Um, goes from stern to warm to uh, to wise, as, as Gandalf is. Um, to a little pissy at points, if we're being honest. <laughs> to throw yourself high. down next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets a little bit salty around the the hobbits. Uh, oh, come on, you would too. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's but that's I, well, no, no, I was I was going to say, smoke. understandably so. Um, because he wasn't smoking their weed. Yeah, at the time. I did. Uh, I did like in uh, the beginning of Return of the King when they ride up to Isengard and they they see Merry and Pippin up there. Yeah, and Canop just says. Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hobbits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what, what more can we say? Uh, we've, we've talked about Lord of the Rings a ton. And uh, Ian, Ian McKellen is great as Gandalf. Yup. Agreed. But he did not make my number two. Ooh. My number two is a little known wizard from EverQuest named Mumdadar. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> No, I'm serious. This guy used to port me around everywhere, and if you've ever played EverQuest, you know how what a pain in the ass that was. So, yeah. Mamadar is my brother's character in uh, Game, of, uh, Game of Thrones and EverQuest. And having a wizard port you around everywhere is a good help. So, there it is. I couldn't come up with any other Wasn't reason, so Didn't somebody have a... Like, so, I never played with you guys. I really played EverQuest at all. But didn't one of you have a, a character named Vonkar? Uh, that probably that was probably Chris. Since we're talking about Willow, yeah, a, a dwarf named Von Kong. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that, makes, right. that sounds about right. That sounds more like what your pet skeleton would be named if you were a necromancer. They always had these generic names. Um, but yeah, Mumdar, he could uh, port you somewhere. He had Ice Comet, as Alex mentioned before in the podcast. It's just like the rest of the spells; just hits for more damage. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> Because it was Brian, it was like, oh man, my my wizard finally got Ice Comet, dude, it's awesome. I'm like, really? It's like a giant, because at this point, I didn't have a powerful enough PC to get anything. I mean, I played EverQuest, but I couldn't play it at full res even. So all the console, like Ice Comet, like, oh, it's, he summoned like this big Esper like from Final Fantasy and do this grandiose magic thing. That's what I was imagining Ice Comet to be. It's like, so Ice Comet comes in from outer space and hits everybody? He's like, no, it just looks like level one ice spell. It just does more damage. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I remember thinking the same thing when hearing about it. And then I think it did have a nice like text message, like Mumdar summons Ice Comet or something. But yeah, it's <laughs> anyway, Dark Elf. <laughs> Mail from Nariok? I don't remember where the hell we were from in that game. Mumdadar. Mumdadar. That's a name gen- a random name generated name if I've ever heard one. Redad Mum is much better. Yeah. Uh Alex, number two. Uh my number two is also Gandalf. Just want to point out that in the description of Gandalf's in the books is that he has a wide brim hat. And his eyebrows grow so large that they go above the brim of his hat. So, take that with you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number one. Okay, my number one uh, is is none other than the, uh, the leader of the criminal underworld of San Francisco. Uh, the, the leader oh, of the... <laughs> the 
the leader of the the Wing Kong. Oh. Uh, Damn it! I should have thought the, of this. I didn't think about this either. The super powerful sorcerer um, and businessman. Um, mm-hmm. That would be indeed David Lopin. Indeed. Uh, Seinfeld for. <laughs> yes, played played by the great James Hong, um, one of the all-time villains. Um, but as a wizard, um, he does all kinds of cool shit. Um, he has the the battle with Egg Shen that ends in <laughs> you never could beat me, Egg Shen. <laughs> little, it was a stalemate, asshole. <laughs> yeah, the, the little bastard sorcerers here. <laughs> Just him, like and him being vulgar. Um, and uh, yeah, the this whole pissing me off to no end. Yes. <laughs> Goodbye, Mister Button. Damn, so good. Uh, so you pick him over Egg Shen. <laughs> Is that your number one, Jeff? No, no. Oh. <laughs> well then, <laughs> you know, if I had my list to do over Egg again, it's a good guy. Uh, I know. I didn't even think about. Yeah, you know, I I, I, I thought about Lopan, but I didn't think about Egg Shen. God bitch. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a six demon bag, bro. He does. What's in it? <laughs> yeah. He he makes him yeah, Egg Shen makes up the the drink for them. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can see things no one else can see. Can do things no one else can do. <laughs> Huge buzz. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And I feel normally I don't feel bad about these, but I feel bad about. All right, next, next week we might redo this. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Lopan, and then <laughs> a giant honorable mention to Egg Shen. Oh hell uh, yeah! But Lopan, Big Trouble in Little China. No, I totally. I would throw Mum that are off this list in a heartbeat to put either one of those on my list. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number one is Gandalf. That's I mean, the first wizard I thought of. Um, everything you guys already said. Um, I pref- is that the gray or the white? I was going to say, I think I prefer the gray. I like the hat. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. And he does the, you know, you shall not pass. The white really doesn't anything except just get mad. And but he has a <laughs> great speech to Pippin, Mary, whatever one, one that was. Yeah. In Return Pippin, of the King. Pippin. I don't know. And he also has the sweet, sweet boots. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he right that the white one rides Shadowfax. Show us the meaning of haste. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number one. My number one. Uh, I, I I almost replaced him with uh, low banner action, <laughs> but no, he deserves the number one spot, and that is Mako, the wizard chronicler oh, from Conan. Damn, that's good. Honorable mention for me. Shit. Mm-hmm. I'm a wizard, He's mind so you. <laughs> He summons the spirits, but then he's scared shitless out of them. He goes back in his hut while Valeria stabs yeah. <laughs> all the spirits away from Conan <laughs> when they try to steal him away. He's like a practical wizard. He doesn't shoot fireballs or anything, right. but he's just there for to to create good luck for, for everybody. Rituals. Yeah. I killed yeah. him with my spear. <laughs> yeah, he does something. Yeah. It's funny when when uh, Arnie Conan's given his his speech to Crom. He says that two stood against many. He's not even counting the wizard. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> it's just him and Subatak. Yeah. Defend Archer. Mm-hmm. All right. Good list. I'm Does he sub- even have a name? Hmm? In the, in the Conan movies? What's his name? Uh, I don't know if they name him. Tenofa Wolf. It's just the, the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they name him. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's dinner for wolf. <laughs> dinner for wolf. Um, I'm surprised no one had. I thought one of you guys might put like Obi Wan Kenobi or Yoda on there. I'm glad you did. I I crossed my I, mind, but I'm like almost. Eh. It was like eh. He's gonna get that whole thing of like the Jedi are space wizards. Even though Uncle Owen says that guy yeah. was just a wizard or something like that, I forgot the exact line. Yeah, if Uncle Owen's so great, how come he's dead? Exactly. <laughs> how come he's not fireproof? Yeah. All right. Um, it's time for. Alex knows sports. <laughs> Good save, Jeff. <laughs> I'm, I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So, Winter Olympics are coming up as of this recording. Oh, yeah. And something pretty damn unprecedented is happening where North and South Korea are competing as one team. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, <laughs> nothing else is changing. It's just, just for the Olympics. Are, are they con- They're just going to be... Are they comp- marching out to the same team? I think they probably have different flags, but they're, uh, yeah, they're under pretty much one category, one That's banner. Cool. Yeah. I was gonna say, are they competing together, or are they just marching under the same flag at the opening ceremonies? Because they've done that in the past. But they would like they come out under the same Korean flag, but then once the competition started, they were still separate. Do you know? Uh, maybe it is just oh yeah, m- marching under a unified flag. So maybe that's it. Yeah. Oh no, they combined their their women's hockey teams. Oh well, that's yeah. Something. They're gonna be super pissed when they defect. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I remember them marching before because I think I mentioned this. It was whatever this Olympics was like I don't know four or five Olympics ago, and I remember watching it, and it was like. North and South Korea marching together for the first time since blah, 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 historic, uh, hopefully peace talks or something like that. And it cuts to a commercial and it's a goddamn United States, United States stealth bomber just flying and it says, nobody does it better. And it's like U.S. Air Force. And I just, I was like, oh God, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool story, bro. Sounds about right. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, see, let's see how this shapes up. America. All right. Uh, it's time for Neem News! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, uh, starting with, uh, a bit of Marvel news, which is nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, there are screens online now of Brie Larson in the Captain Marvel outfit, uh, suit, whatever you want to call it. Um, at least one incarnation of it. Um... Yeah, she looks good. What else can we say? Um, I saw it, and this is—I'm not trying to be a perv. It didn't—it didn't look tight enough, and I'm not. Yeah, yes, yeah, I did notice that. It's definitely not like skin tight. Yeah, which obviously I want it from skin tight for some reasons, but just it didn't look right. Like most superhero <laughs> stuff, like look at Scarlett Johansson's character, or even Superman or Batman. Everything is like skin tight, and hers is kind of baggy. So that was one weird thing, right? Yeah. So I wonder if she's got multiple though, because I think. The one for Colors. that was supposed to be for um, yeah, Avengers. Um, spoilers. Okay. Um, Whoa. But yeah, her whole thing is yeah, she's yeah more like at least red and blue, um, and some gold. Uh, if you go okay. by the at least some of the uh, art I've seen of her comic book character, um, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm definitely no expert on it. Uh, but yeah, that is out there now. Um, All right. Do you guys know? Since you're not an expert on it, but maybe 
So this whole Captain Marvel, how did, so I know originally it's Captain Marvel was a DC thing, which was Shazam, right? And then how, I and I don't understand, do you guys know? Uh, uh, it was the Wild West back then, everybody could just do whatever. <laughs> um, it, it came down to a lawsuit where mm-hmm. um, Marvel was able to keep Captain Marvel and DC had to just keep it as Shazam. Uh, but yeah, I, d- I don't know the original. I don't know the details about the original split there. Okay. Uh, but obviously the court felt that Marvel had more rights to it, I guess, or more right to it. Because the company's name was Marvel. Also, DC didn't want one of their main characters being called Marvel. Yeah, that's, but if they came up with it first, then DC could say, well, you named your company after our character. Yeah. Because DC was definitely first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Detective Comics. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm you know, just I'm always on the on the lookout for anything having to do with these Marvel movies. Um mm-hmm. there's that and then on to uh kind of a larger uh, topic. The Academy Award nominations are out. Um so hopefully this will air before <laughs> Uh, the actual Academy, I think they will. It'll, it'll wear, it'll, it'll air well before that. Um, but just kind of going through these, um, I'll try to get through this quickly. Um, just kind of go, uh, some of the more interesting things. Um, so, uh, uh, get out. Um, seen it. Have not seen it. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, Damn, yeah. it's great. But yeah, it's it's getting quite a few nods. At least uh, best picture, um, best actor. Uh, that dude from uh, I think best director, possibly? Black Mirror. Um, oh yeah, the the points. Yeah, the the I'm gonna kill myself and then I'm gonna sell out. Yep. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Real uplifting episode, <laughs> as opposed to all the other Black Mirror episodes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jordan Peele's getting a, a nod uh, for directing this. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And for no other reason than it's a horror movie. Um, I know, that's under, which no I, I have that. It's not a president, but... Yeah. Um, Rare. Logan uh, got Seen a nomination. It. Yep, I saw it too. Um, got nominated for... Gee, that was 2017? For best... Yeah, it was the beginning of the year. Shit. Yeah, uh, for best uh, adapted screenplay. Best Mutant? <laughs> for for best X Men movie ever? Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> what's a, what's a better X Men movie than X Two? <laughs> Jeebus. No. Yes. Close, but no. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Logan's depressing. It's a good movie, but I don't want to ever watch it again because it's sad. I'd rather watch X Two. <laughs> Um, so, um, just run through the best pictures here real quick. Um, call me by your name. Have not seen. Oh, actually, Scott. I, I will say, I will say if, God damn it. <laughs> I, I'll just go through and see if I've actually seen it. If I don't say it, then I haven't seen it. So call me by your name. Shut up, Alex. Uh, darkest hour. <laughs> Dunkirk. Get out. Seen it. Seen it. You saw Dunkirk? Yep. It's How? Good. It's good. Okay, uh, get out. You saw uh, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, 
Shape of Water. Pretty Bird. Pretty Bird. Uh, the Shape of Water. And three billboards outside. Billboards? Billboards. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. Uh, I want to see the shape of water. I'll be dead in the cold, cold ground before I recognize three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I have not seen any of these movies. Um, I really want. Shape of Water is the only one I really want. I mean, a couple of these seem like Oscar bait, like uh, The Post, Phantom Thread. Um, they're probably. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute! You think the post directed by Spielberg, starring Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep? Uh, <laughs> Word <Wordpaint? laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. It's a stretch. <laughs> I realize. Ready, Ready Player One. That's Oscar bait right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably if you sat down to watch the. If I sat down to watch them, I'd probably enjoy it. Um, Phantom Thread is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson and uh, Daniel Day Lewis, so it's going to be very long and very dry. And I don't I know that I have the energy that's for that's it. That's his last movie, right? Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, he's, I, it's, the, it's supposedly. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's kind of done this before. Because he's like super heavy into the method acting. Um, and so just I guess it kind of wears on him when he has to like get into these characters. Because he like lives it when he's not working. Um, he's a cobbler for Christ. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for like years. So... Um, yeah, I have not seen any of these, but for someone who hosts a <laughs> podcast about yes, culture. who claims who claims to love movies, I am pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, so he was a Native American. Yes, oh. he he had some land, and then he had someone kick it off his land, and then he went to new land. He got smallpox. <laughs> wow! Oh, too soon. Yeah, come on. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on in the. In the Academy Awards in a nutshell. Um, Alice and Janney is up for an Academy Award. for. What about Alice and James? For Best Supporting Actress in uh, oh. I, Tanya. Um, one of my, my favorite actresses, so it's cool that she's getting a, a nod here. Uh, yeah. Uh, in March, or whenever the hell these things come out, uh, when, when I like to sit down and watch and make heady comments and uh, I typically enjoy the dead people celebration. That goes she on can't pull that dress off. <laughs> Who she thinks she is? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Here are all the actors that have died. Yeah. Montage. Jeepers. Yes. Um, for what it's worth, the Last Jedi is up for a couple of the technical awards. Yay! Yay. Monopoly Goblin. Monopoly. Go- yes, best best <laughs> Monopoly Goblin. Uh. <laughs> I love that little bastard so much. All right, uh, that's that guy should have been the the thing instead of the fucking porgs. Yeah, or Finn. Or Finn. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's that's basically what I want to talk about this this week. Uh, Jeff, was there anything you wanted to talk about as far as pop no, culture goes? <sighs> Not really. I just like kind of. I saw Dunkirk. I've seen Get Out. I've seen a bunch of movies lately. Um, all all pretty good. I haven't seen any real stinkers except for Willow. <laughs> oh. Oh. Academy Award winning Willow. Did you say you saw uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Joe? Oh, I did. That's the other one, and I liked it. I think I like it more than the first one. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. Which version of the first? I, one? I, I know. I yeah. I don't even know which version I've seen in the past, but. You guys know my feelings on Blade Runner, the first one. This one, I right. 
I mean, same with the first one. Even it looks it, awesome. I, even in the first one, even I don't like it. It looks awesome. This one, I think, even looks better, I think. Um, I liked it. There it is. That's all I can say. Okay. Even with three-hour uh, three hour running time? It, surprisingly, it didn't feel that long to me. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know That's if this has a bunch of rewatchability. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I enjoyed it. Dave, Dave Bautista is almost a bona fide uh, movie star. Yeah. Like dramatic... Dramatic sign is. I am known for my humongous turds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this must be so embarrassing for you. Yeah. That's all, right. all I got. Okay. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I'm set. All right. I think that's going to wrap things up. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.